Welcome back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, DM Clinton, and we are here with the Warriors of Light, played by Connor, playing Hugo. Oh boy, it's a new adventure time. Aiden is playing Vraskin. Hey, I'm sometimes dragon. And the Fonz. Nathan is playing Reeton. The next two weeks will just be us sitting around the campfire telling stories. Two weeks of sessions, right? Yes. Alex is playing Aristotle. Yeah, we gotta get used to the cold. Yes. So the team has teleported to the fen of the ice mists. You've arrived on target and splash into the icy cold fen on the bank, right at the edge of the river of awe. And um, you need to figure out how to get to Jinshalast. You can see that you're in this little valley high above, well, high, high up, very high up. So uh, the weather is cold. In fact, we're beyond extreme, so now, well, I guess it's extreme cold. Would it be uh, frightful? Frightfully cold? Yes. The weather outside, it's frightful? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh, yeah, right. Okay, so let's see. We are extremely cold, below minus 20. No, I'm going to go one, one level up. That would be better. Too cold. That's for later. Okay. Did anyone bring anything to make a campfire? Did we forget that again? We have my mansion. I brought Aristotle. Oh, yeah. Just beware that the mansion is high pressure and low and very warm temperatures. Oh, it's not going to let us acclimate is what you're saying. Yes. Hmm. Severe cold below zero. Yeah, here we go. Uh, unprotected characters must make a fortitude save every 10 minutes, taking die six points of non-lethal damage on each failed save. Character who has a survival skill may receive a bonus on the saving throw and might be able to apply this bonus to other characters as well. Characters wearing cold weather outfits only need to check once per hour for cold and exposure damage. And once you take non-lethal damage, you are beset by frostbite or hypothermia, and you are now treated as fatigued. Well, and yes, and we have wands of endure element, too. And that yeah. might help. Yep, yeah. definitely will help. Okay, but the weather is clear. Okay, so question. Mm-hmm. I assume since we're not able to use the mansion, that's not going to help us out. Can I do a survival check to look for, like... A cave that we might be able to hide in for a couple of weeks. Yes, that sounds great. I rolled a 40. Yes, there's a cave nearby, right right just to the south of you. I like the idea that everyone was looking at the cave, and then I'm like, wait, wait, I gotta check. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's a cave. Turn around. Hey, there's a cave right there. <laughs> We're right in front of it, and he's just dramatically squinting. <laughs> <laughs> So you you move to the uh, cave at the edge of the river, and you begin to camp, and it's just going to take time. So you're going to have to pass a few weeks, and all the while, are you going to start uh, starving? No, we're, none of us are going to start starving. We all have rings of sustenance. sustenance. We will fast, though. Okay. Wait, I'm curious if we can bypass the fasting via the rings of sustenance. Yeah. I feel like if it was like, and you need to starve, it would just say that. Well, none of us have been eating anything anyways, so mm -hmm. we've been fasting. Yeah. We'll have to let the DM decide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd like to mention that this whole time I've been working on that tattoo, and if I have time when it's finished, I'm going to start another one immediately. And how much time do you have before that happens? I don't remember. I've, yeah, I actually don't remember how long it took either to make. It's uh, the equivalent of a belt of bear string. Well, how many thousand gold pieces are you paying? 
2000. So just two days. Two days? Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, in that case, it should have already been done. Okay, then we'll need a check. Yeah, and I'm hitting for a 20. That's going to be a 26. You succeed. Then I'm just going to go ahead and start another one after that and roll that since we're here for two weeks. And that one I hit with the 20. This mm -hmm. next tattoo is going to be a tattoo of Cat's Grace. Okay, and that's success. Same DC? Same DC, yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, you're working on that. Uh, Hugo, what are you working on? Hugo's going to finally finish that book he's been reading. Mm, what book is that? Uh, the King and the All. Him. Just can't put it down. Finish it one more time. <laughs> All right, Aiden, uh, what's Raskin going to do? Is there any way for me to learn a spell? Dude, like research? Yeah. I'm thinking about teaching it to my ring. While they're all doing that, can I do another survival to try to find enough stuff to create a campfire? Mm-hmm. Uh, 30. Easily. Okay. All right, so you got a fire going, plus plenty of firewood and a good source of it. Good. However, I actually I want all of you to roll a wisdom check. Uh-oh. 14. 11. To clarify, is that wisdom or will save? Wisdom check. Oh, my bad. I rolled the willpower. Hugo got an 18 on his wisdom check. Okay. Browsing go. got a nine. Aristotle got a 19. And I'd also like to just say real quick, uh, it's actually, it's going to take me um, 16 days to do both of those tattoos. But between the two weeks that we were in Magnamar and the two weeks here, I think we're okay still. Okay, sounds good. So now that you've arrived at the Fen of the Ice Mists, this once lake is now a clogged region of silt by several volcanic eruptions at the time of Thazalon's fall, creating this treacherous and unique high-altitude fen. The waters of the ice mist are in a constant state of freezing and thawing with a mix of high altitude and latent volcanism, creating a mist-shrouded frozen region of water and swaths of icy mud. No plants exist in the ice mists apart from the ever-present stalks of strange pale fungi and clots of floating lichens that cover and hide deep tarns of freezing water. And the entire region has about it a chilling aura of frozen menace. All right. Where is Reeton's character? You were out and about looking for firewood, right? Sure. Okay, where's your where's your skills? I'm gonna find an ice giant. Duda, <laughs> duda. Oh, you did good. Okay, you see an otter swimming around near where you're looking for uh, sticks that have come from the fen. Even well, you you found that the the fungus is the only thing that will burn. Okay. And you see an otter swimming in the river. Is that a bunyip? Do I have to kill another bunyip? No, it's an otter. Okay. It's small. Let the otter swim around? There's no reason for me to kill the otter. I don't have to eat. Okay. It's probably not going to murder me. The otter's <laughs> splashing about, splashing about. It looks at you, and you could see it smile, and you need to make a will save. Ah, son of a bitch. I think the lesson to be learned here is never trust the otters. 14. A 14 is a failure. I rolled a three. Yeah. This is a transmutation effect. Awesome. Ooh. Does this help? Uh, only if I'm raging. This is a transmutation effect. Yes. Yeah, so actually, I want a fortitude save. What, is it, what do you have with that one? 22. I rolled a two on the die. What is her DC? 21. Yeah. Woo. Okay. The otter, seeing the magic didn't affect you, seems put out, slaps its tail like a beaver, and jumps into the water. What do you do? I'm going to go back to the guys, because I don't got any knowledges to know what the heck just happened. Do I know that it tried to do something to me? Like, was there... Yeah, because you made the saving throw, yes. You thought that okay. it was odd, but an otter smiling and an otter pouting? This is strange. Yeah. I'm going to go back to the guys and be like, hey, 
something weird just happened. First off, there's an otter here, which I'm no uh, expert, but it's pretty freaking cold. I don't know if the otter would be able to survive that well here. And secondly, it smiled at me. I felt some weird magic effect like I felt before. You know how when I tried to murder you guys? But <laughs> it didn't do anything. And then it frowned and went away. Like, it looked like it was sad and dejected and left. Hey, Reed, I got a question for you. Um, I know you've been off on your own collecting firewood or whatever. Did you steal some of Aristotle's flyleaf? No. No, I did not. Nah, dude, I got it right here. You want some? No. I just wanted to make sure he wasn't high because it sounds crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It felt it, it felt weird. It felt a little bit like like right after I died. They like it was trying to like make me feel like a different thing. Does that make sense? Strangely, yes. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's weird, but just keep keep an eye out for like crazy wildlife because we might have to fight something. Well, if it could change you, it might be able to change itself. We should yeah. be on the lookout for anything out of the ordinary. Yeah. Wait, wait. Hey, dude, you said an otter, right? That's pretty out of the ordinary. Pretty out of the ordinary, indeed. <laughs> Your blink is off right now, right? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Clinton, I think I'd like to cast uh-huh. a spell now. Uh, as you did. <laughs> oh, let me bring up the turn order. Uh, I kid, I kid. <laughs> Put the scroll back away. <laughs> All right. You didn't think I wasn't going to leave that there like that. <laughs> okay, so Al- Aristotle is uh, going through the motions with crafting a new tattoo in the darkness of the cave. Probably at the cave entrance. It's all right. I got dark vision. Reeton is... What is Reeton going to do now? That was the end of the first day. It was the only event of the first day. I'm saying that, like, because of what happened, if I go out, uh, I would like somebody to come along with me that... No offense, Hugo can see fuck you too <laughs> so maybe Veraskin and i could go you know collect firewood and stuff tomorrow just in case something like that happens all right the next day hugo what is your plan well if i can't go and be with my best friend reeton i guess i will uh stay and protect the base make sure we got a fort to come back to Veraskin? i'm going with reeton you're going with reeton okay and then aristotle stand back to Tattoo. And uh, I'm going to cast a couple spells today. Since I had that ivory statuette that we got a way long time ago, I'm going to use that to cast Contingency. And then I'm just going to cast Dimension Door on myself if I ever get in trouble. So if I am ever physically threatened, it is going to trigger. So anytime you are threatened by an attack... Not like threatened, like someone says, I'm going to hit you, but threatened as yes, a mechanical. the mechanical. So if someone is in threatening range with a weapon, you will then do what? Dimension doorway. Aha, okay. And I have to cast that spell onto the statue as well. Yes. That's going to be active for 15 days, or until triggered. Would you like me to roll another survival to find more stuff, or was the 30 going to... No, that was one day's worth. 23. You do find more, but it's down by the river's edge. So as we're first going out, I would have started buffing up a bit, and as we like got into kind of a more dangerous area, I'll start casting my shorter-term buffs. Now's an excellent time. Blood money and stone skin, mage armor and shield, and then two uses of heroism. One on me, one on Reeton. Okay, what's the damage for the blood money? Blood money, three points of damage. Okay. And we should probably coordinate a little bit before y'all head off. You're going where? Close to the ledge down by the river? Mm-hmm. We're all remembering to use our wands of Inder Elements, right? Don't need no stinking wand. 
Well, those of us who have them. Yeah. Everyone, I'm assuming that every every day you go, you are casting endure elements. Yeah. On everyone, right? I need it. Four castings a day. Three, uh, three castings a day with the wand because yeah. Hugo has his own. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So just check that off. Yep. Aristotle, I notice you're using a magic device. What is that? Yes, since it's a divine spell and I'm an mm-hmm. arcane caster, I have to use magic device. I could do it for free. Yeah. Here, friend, let me help you with that. Well, I already did it. All right. I have the wand. I might as well use it, right? Okay. All right, so Vraska and Reeton go down to the river to look for firewood. Hugo and Aristotle are in the cave. Team, I think we've made the grave mistake. We've split the party. Also, just for updating stuff happening on the back end, our uber-charged wand of Cure Moderate Wounds just got nine charges back. Awesome. That's not nice. bad. That's good. I think there's actually another two weeks in there I need to account for. I think there is, too. Uh, and I got mm-hmm. a 10. 19. Nice. Ugh. Which actually puts it to max. Perfect. Awesome. Okay. Sweet. Uh, so down by the river. Close to the edge. Living in the van. <laughs> is uh, an otter sitting on a rock, sunning itself, even though this rock is covered in snow. Breath weapon. Do a breath weapon. It is currently 100 feet from you on the other side of the river. Kill that motherfucker. And how far are they relative to the mouth of the cave? Uh, out of sight, probably a quarter mile away. Okay. We need to get some walkie-talkies, guys. Hugo activates his subdermal mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, message is the perfect spell for that. Yeah, it actually is. I'll, I'll whisper back to reading. Slightly too far out of range. If I can get closer. Okay, watch out. We could try a stealth rolls. Mm-hmm. You can always try stealth rolls. I am rolling poorly. I rolled a 15. I rolled a 13. The last three rolls have been three, two, and two for me. Ouch. All right. I got a 39. What'd you guys get? 13. Uh, 15. So it definitely sees you. And as you sneak around to get a better look at it, it uh, sees you and then jumps off the rock and splashes into the river. Was that the same one that made you feel all tingly yesterday? Can I do a, a roll to determine if it is the same one, or do I automatically? Yeah, roll a perception. Okay. Uh, 32. You notice that it has the same kind of purplish whiskers it had from yesterday. Yeah, it has those those cute purple whiskers, just like the other one. Okay. It's adorable. And at that, I'm going to cast Spell Resistance on myself. Mm-hmm. Doop, doop, doop. Oh, I don't know, about 40 feet away in the middle of the river, it pops up. And cast a spell on Reeton again. Make a fortitude save. Okay, I guess. Also, can I make a knowledge check to know what this is? It would be knowledge local. Oh, never mind. I don't know what it is. Or knowledge nature. Nope. I rolled a 35. Fortitude? Yeah, that's plenty. Uh, you sh- slough off the magic. Wait a minute. I actually, I actually have knowledge nature. Okay, make a check. I rolled a 13. It looks like an otter with purple whiskers. It's an otter with purple whiskers. Mm-hmm. After failing to cast this spell, it succeeded in casting the spell but failed to have it stick. The otter splashes back into the river with a humph. You can hear a almost like a little harumph and then splash. Can I get the chance to shoot at it with a spell before it goes back? Or do I not? Oh, sh- sure. Sure, go ahead. What kind of spell are you going to attack? Sorry, I misspoke when I said spell. I meant breath weapon. Oh, you're going to use a breath weapon to attack the otter. Yes. Okay, it has cover. That's fine. It's a reflex save. And as I have not declared anything about my amulet, I still have the amulet of the blooded on. Because I had not declared that I switched it back. 
So make me a reflex save, DC 26. How about a 36? Uh, that passes. So takes half of 75, which is 37.5, so 37 damage. 37 damage. And this is a, yep, acid, okay. All right, she takes the damage. Do you have the chance to roll a knowledge anything to see what spell it tried to cast against me? Uh, if you have spellcraft, that yes, you could try. Oh, yes, I do. Let me do that, actually. The spellcraft 41. Okay, it was Baleful Polymorph. <laughs> what does that do? Not anything good. Turns you into a toad or a fish or something. Oh. Permanently. Mm-hmm. All right, so the otter changes into that with a very angry look on her face. She looks like purplish naked elf babe with long black hair with streaks of purple in her hair and long purple ears, violet eyes, very fair. In fact, so fair that she's blindingly beautiful. It is now uh, initiative as you attacked her. Technically she attacked first. I would like to say that I have no idea who this guy is. Raskin, I have no idea who Raskin is. <laughs> is this... Uh, I guess I can't roll that, but I was just wondering if it's this person's necessarily evil. Holy oh. balls! Nat 20 for a 24 on initiative. Let's go, boys. I rolled in 18, so we're doing okay. Well, I I would like to grapple her. You, oh, yes, you would. <laughs> <laughs> the elf babe goes first. She's 40 feet from the Reeton's position, 30 feet from the edge of the river, in the center of the river. She uh, didn't like that, so she casts another spell. Okay. And here comes the roll. 27. 27. Okay, this is anti-life shell. She brings into being a mobile hemispherical energy field that prevents the entrance of most types of living creatures. Anti-life shell. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. Do you relay this information to Reed? You can see a 10-foot sphere appear around her made of energy. Uh, It's a defensive sphere. You aren't going to be able to get through it. No way to break through? All right, Vraskin, you're up. Yeah. Uh, right. I see you've put up an offensive barrier. You aren't immediately attacking. Do you speak common? And I'll switch to Draconic. How about Draconic? Willing to talk. She does speak common. She says, yes, I speak common. You come here, react poorly to my little joke, attack me. I am the queen here. I am Svavenka. And I am the queen of the Fen of the Ice Mists. You are in my domain. Well, first off, I don't see any signs indicating that it's your domain. Second off, I'm Vraskin. Third off, Baleful Polymorph is more than just a trick. Oh, it's a joke. It's a joke. Get over yourselves. All of you are so stuffy. Would you have turned him back after turning him to whatever creature you were thinking? Oh, sure. Eventually, when he's enjoyed it enough, or I have. I don't mean any real harm. Make a diplomacy check if your intention is to end the battle. 20. All right, that's good enough. She stands down. Fine. The only reason I'm allowing you this injunction into my realm is because I can tell that this bugbear has the mark of Miriana upon her. What did you do to earn her inspiration? I died, Adam. <laughs> what did you do? I, I, I don't recall. I... I... 
Can I roll something to recall and have the DM tell me? Yes, a, a, a uh, intelligence check, DC 10. Ah. If you would like to remember that, please tune in to Season 3 of Clinton's Core Classics. That is correct, Season 3. I rolled a natural 1. I got no idea. Just like, man, that was a whole nother head ago. Yeah, like I was... Actually, because I re was reincarnated, we could just say that I forgot because I wasn't always a bugbear. Yeah, go down whoever that was who reincarnated you. Whoever yeah, that was. Yeah, whoever that, whoever that was. She. It was weird. Like, I looked at her, and I almost became blind, and a couple of my friends did. I don't know who it was. Miriana was the fey queen in the Willow Wood. Yeah. The Whispering Willow down by the uh, the Swamp of Fey that Lamatar of Fort Rannick had his girlfriend, and she was the queen fey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was tortured and ripped asunder, and her ghost was running rampant. The willows were totally wrecked. Ghost was a jerk. Yeah, ghost was a jerk. We ended up saving her, her love. Right, right. right. Yeah. You saved her, and you brought her love back, and yeah. he got reincarnated as a... A uh, kobold. Oh, right. It, it was, was a kobold, kobold, yeah. Okay. So she's uh, she's zero out of two with the good reincarnations, is what I'm right. saying here. I, don't know, I think she's two for two. Bugbear and a kobold? That's some pretty right. hot dice rolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Svavenka, she's like, you have her mark. You saved her? You were the one who saved her? Well, yeah. Uh, it was my party. You put her spirit to rest, yes? Yeah, that's what we did. So we had to go get the body of her lover, and she gave up her existence for him to be alive. I see. Well, I thank you for saving my cousin. Oh. I felt her death as a stab in my own heart. And I learned that as a group of adventurers had saved her and she had given one of them her inspiration. That's probably me. That's yeah, probably I me. Think so. yeah. 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 You are in a dangerous place. All is not right here in the Kodars. And you would do best to avoid traveling farther north. Why? What uh, what dangers are up north? Well, there's the lost city of Jinshalast, filled with giants and dragons and lamias and abominable snowmen. Yeah, we're actually, that's what we're looking for. Yeah, that's exactly what we're wanting to do, right, Fraskin? Well, why would you want to do this? Oh, this is going to be a good fight. Yeah, uh, we, we've got to go up there and save the world, you know, stuff like that. Got to go kill Rune Lord Karzug. Oh, with that word, she grows thoughtful and perhaps a bit excited. Hmm. So so you single? Yes. I rolled a 13 on my charisma check. <laughs> she looks at you quizzically. Yes. Ah, ah, don't worry about it. Ignore him, he's an idiot. <laughs> I, oh, very, very well. Well, I, I volunteer my aid, but I do not wish to leave my beloved ice mists unprotected. Here. You can always come back here, and this will be a safe harbor for you. No dangers shall befall you here. If you treat my fens nicely, use only dead fungi for firewood, and don't harm any of the inhabitants, don't fish from the fens, and don't harm any otters. She wags a finger at you. Yeah, Braskin. As long as they aren't casting permanent spells at my friends, I won't. No permanent spells. Don't piss off the queen that could turn us into toads, dude. <laughs> I like how she replied. <laughs> well, if you want my help, you must be nice. Don't worry, we aren't going to do any fishing. 
and we'll make sure to just grab the already dead fungi. Thank you. With that promise, I will warn you about this region's proximity to a strange dimension called Lang, where strange creatures and denizens come from. Okay. There's also an occluding field around Mar Massive's peak. It will prevent you from entering. You must have a means of protecting yourselves from the field. Yeah, we figured out how to bypass that. You have? How, how do you do that? Advanced complicated magic enchantments upon various weapons. Ah, uh, yeah. it does sound indeed that you know what you're talking about. Very. I'm going to hold my sword out to her and be like, see? See, it's a dominant weapon. Oh, I see. Finally, she tells you about Jinchalast's uh, skulk inhabitants. These are descendants of the city's original citizens, and they live still in the city's ruins. She knows there are two factions among the Skulks, the relatively peaceful and less powerful Spared, and the vampiric minions of the Hidden Beast, a creature with whom I have fought with before. I suggest you seek out a member of the Spared for further information about the city once you enter the place, for few other factions within Jinchalast are likely to be as willing to help you. Write that down. Write that down, Braskin. Write that down. What's a skulk? Skulks are humanoids that can blend in with their environment. They're very hard to see. Oh, that's awesome. They have a natural camouflage. And the hidden beast is an invisible creature that creates vampires. Mm. Oh, good. Is there a knowledge check to see if I can figure out what that is just based off that info? Invisibility and turning things into vampires? Yeah, let's see what I got. Well, I do that, I'm going to be like, so, question... That means I could become even more powerful? No, Eaton. No, vampirism is very brutal. <sighs> Fine. And I'm gonna I'm gonna ask like it's cool that we stay in that cave to the south, right? Yes. We're gonna stay there. And and you can come visit anytime. Just beware that that is the cave of a storm giant. Oh Wait, what? What? Oh, what? we left Hugo and... Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. Uh, we gotta go. We'll be back. <laughs> we might have pissed off Storm Giant. And about a mile away, you're about a mile away, and so now Aristotle and Hugo make perception checks. I'm gonna hop on my magic carpet. If Reedon and Vraskin roll perception rolls, they might hear the sound of us two screaming at the top of our lungs. Aristotle got a 25. All right. So I got Aristotle's check. Hugo? I'm a blind man. Give me a second. <laughs> It takes you a while to muster up your perception. It's taking a minute to, to load up the ability to see. <laughs> Vraskin got a four. Vraskin, you're, you're too far away. Ooh, blind man can see. All right, Hugo got a 27. That's pretty good. 25 and a 27. Okay. You hear heavy footsteps from outside, and you see rounding the corner, coming down some mountains that seem impassable to you, but it's just a, a little jaunt and a hop and a loud thud, and you see about 75 feet away from the cave entrance is a giant of incredible proportions. Before you guys start, may I ask the lady if she happens to have a spell that she could use to teleport us there? Or to send a message to either the giant or our friendlies? Let me see what she thinks for a second. She looks over her spells. Yes, she's looking over her spells. <laughs> No, but what she can do is airwalk. So how fast is your magic carpet? 60 feet. Okay. She says, well, I, I'm in good standing with this giant. Maybe I can talk to it. Yeah. That'd be yeah. Uh, here. Yeah, she doesn't really have any communal transportation spells. All right, we'll, we'll head back. You go there right Wait, now. Would, would I just, would I be able to lift both of them and just fly them both? Uh, what's your strength currently? Uh, my strength 
currently is mm-hmm. 26. Which sounds reasonable. Can you lift both, her, uh, <laughs> like maybe a 100-pound female? I would say maybe 75 pounds. She's tiny. Yes, I can lift 1,800 off ground. And can you lift Reeton? I'm 400 pounds. Yes. Yes. Okay, you can grab them both, but then you'll be encumbered. 500 pounds will put me at a medium load. Okay, so consider yourself medium loaded. Yes. And then you'll be able to fly off. Okay. And what's your speed? Fly speed is 90 feet. So that's uh, reduced speed. Okay, there's a table. So if you're 90 feet, reduced speed is to 60. Well, how, how's the... No, the carpet's 60 feet. So how about I take the carpet, you guys go fast. Yeah. I'll just be behind you. All right, so if you're 90, that's 9 miles an hour. If you'll do the math. Just be 60 divided by 9. Uh, 6.6 minutes. Okay, the battle should be over by then. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right, so Aristotle was in the light at the cave entrance. Hugo could be in the back. I could have been in the back. I have dark vision. Okay, so the two of you are in the back then. Do you want me to light a candle, bro? Or do you have a magical way of making light? I mean... It's fine. Then I'm by the entrance. Okay. So you see that the giant lands... Wait, don't you have the cantrip light? Yeah. Yeah, you're at the back of the cave. You have light casted. Boom. And let's to add some flavor to this. Let's say while Storm Giant lands and he sees me there, I'm smoking my pipe while I'm tattooing. Damn it. Now I'm just thinking of the Storm Giant walking up and just a huge cloud of fog just rolls out of the cave. <laughs> and just you two in lounge chairs just smoking. What's up, bro? Want a tattoo? And I actually need to make a fortitude save when I do that. And I pass. It was a DC 12. I got a 32. That's just so I don't become addicted. Offer some flay leaf to the storm giant. Yeah, I'm going to be friendly when he walks up. I'm looking forward to getting two new mages next week. Yeah, same. <laughs> I thought we were going to kill him at the beginning of the episode. I guess the giant's going to kill him at the end. <laughs> you see a towering, muscular human of heroic proportions with bronze skin, dark hair, and sparkling green eyes. We're going to have Raskin and Reeton out. Now it's just the Storm Giant and Aristotle and Hugo. Go ahead and roll initiative. Aristotle got a 19. 19, okay. Hugo? I got a 16. Oh, by the way, how many feet above sea level are we right now? Uh, (laughs) 15,000. Thank you. So everyone has sickness. Just wanted to remember if everyone is considered fatigued. Oh, oh man, that means Reeton can't rage. Mm -hmm. I think you are going to catch the giant by surprise. He's not expecting to see you there. Oh, really? All right, Aristotle, you catch him by surprise. He's just jumped down. He's 75 feet from you. What do you do? I catch him by surprise, you say. Well, he's really big dude. I just came up with a great idea. Since I can do a standard action, I'm just going to cast invisibility on myself. All right. And because you weren't blinking. Uh, Yeah, I am not blinking right now. That's correct. All right. So you disappear. Standard invisibility, right? Standard. Okay. Disappear. Hugo, you see Aristotle, well, see, you note that Aristotle disappears from your vision, but you still sense him there. Of course. I'm just reviewing a class ability I have right now. Yeah. I want to see if it gives a bonus to my stealth skill as well. It might not. You're going to try to hide in the cave? Yeah, I was thinking I'm going to just try to hide because that's scary. Mm -hmm. Should always turn into a hummingbird. I could do that, and honestly, that might be the better call here. Or, uh, if I go Hummingbird, would my Endure Element still be on me? Because that's magic. That's just a buff, right? Yes. I will turn into some diminutive creature. All right. Transform yourself into a little Hummingbird. It's got to be, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
the storm giant uh, is last to act and just wanders over and it is 25 feet from the entrance of the cave. I guess I'll go ahead and roll a perception check for it. I'd like a stealth check from Aristotle because he's there at the entrance and the giant is 25 feet from the entrance. Okay. Invisible stealth check. Mm-hmm. Plus 40. You're standing still, right? Yeah. Yeah. Plus 40. So it's going to be 55. Okay. It doesn't notice you. Uh, That will be a total of a 44 then. 44. Okay. That is more than the perception check. It doesn't notice you from being outside. So yeah. Perfect. All right. So it just moves. Uh, It is round two. Aristotle? Since I can interact with objects still, I'm going to go ahead and grab my smoking kit and stuff that into my bag of holding. Mm -hmm. And then I am going to try to walk out and around like the side of the cave. Okay. If I move half, then I can maintain the stealth that I have, correct? Uh, actually, it's it's reduced to uh, a plus 20 bonus. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's just do half speed. So that's going to be 15 feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time it's going to be a 32 with the 20 that I get. Okay. So you got 32. It got a 30, so it doesn't see you. Close. Okay. Hugo. I think the plan is to cheese it. Well, what is your speed as a hummingbird? I imagine at the fly speed of 30 feet, let me confirm that. They might be uh, a lot faster than that. It might be a lot faster. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was when we were in, uh, was it Sloth? Yes. Uh, their fly speed is 40 feet. Ah. Okay, 40 feet. When you consider how small they are, that's still fast. Yeah. And go from cover to cover. And you do so, and uh, I said you were 50 feet in the back. Yeah. Did you want me to make another stealth roll for that, sir? Uh, you're out of sight, so I'm not going to worry about it. Cool. Okay, Storm Giant, it's now moving. Walking in, thump, thump, thump. And he goes inside his cave and thumps down a, a huge elk. He just pulls it out of a bag on his hip, throws it down. Doesn't seem to notice you. Oh, yeah, with that perception check. Uh, actually, I want to stealth check now. It's like something smells like frost gunk in here. <laughs> Hugo got a 28. Plus 12, so 40. 40, perfect. He just doesn't even notice you. Round three, Aristotle. Another spell check? Yes. Uh, this time it's going to be a 28. Uh-oh. 36. You step outside and a couple of rocks tumble away from your feet. And he turns around and goes, whoa. And Hugo, what do you do? Well, well, here's the thing. I don't think I could speak with my tongue's effect while I'm under the effect of many forms. No. So until the minute wears away, I'm a little useless right now, friend Alex. Uh, don't worry about me. I got shenanigans. You could probably teleport your way on out of here if you needed to. I can do anything. I'm a sorcerer. I'm going to trust that my friend is going to be fine, and I'm going to start flying up and try to look for uh, my dragon friend and my bugbear friend. So you no longer hide. You just fly as fast as you can. At this point, we're just going to try to do the rapid retreat. Okay, so you fly out of this cave. The storm giant turns its head and sees you and goes, Arr! I'm going to have him check. Uh, it's intelligent, like knowledge nature. Yeah, I think so. Let's see, knowledge nature. Uh, it's it, mm, He doesn't have any ranks. Oh, he fa- rolls a one, gets a four. <laughs> he goes, huh, a little birdie. Okay. And he just goes back to uh, cleaning his, his kill. All right, that's the Storm Giant's turn. Round four, Aristotle, what do you do? I'm going to assume that he associated the bird with the rocks falling, possibly. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to go ahead and cast Dimension Door heading in that direction. It only has a range of 1,000 feet. Right. Well, that's a fifth of a mile, so... (laughs) Yeah, 
it's not bad. It's going to get me there, and it's it's going to get me safe, more importantly. But yeah. Two tents. Yep, there you go. And you disappear. Okay. All right, Hugo, you hear the whoop and a little puff of smoke. What do you do? Hugo gives out a little adorable-sounding sigh of relief. <laughs> and when I said he flies up, um, that does not include the fact that Hugo is blind. So he's just going to, you know, glide back down to where he can see, like, the tops of trees and start sort of hovering around there. Remember, there are no plants here, just fungus. Like I said, he's just going to be hovering, like, you know, 60 feet or so above the ground. All right. And with that, we will return next time on Rise of the Rune Lords. Say good luck, everybody. Oh, one last thing I want to grant you experience for bypassing and evading this storm giant. What about us with the hot naked lady? Yeah, you'll get this experience too. So 25,600. We each get 25,600. No, for the the entire team. 6,400. All right. 6,400 each. And with that, say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.